Well, well, well. Did you guys miss me? Because I sure missed you. want to apologize to you guys for taking a little hiatus and not recording for a couple weeks. I was sick. I had the, the cold, but this cold lingered for days and days and days and took away my voice, been coughing my head off, clearing my throat, stuff like that. Practically had no voice, but here we are. We're back, up and running, ready to go for another edition of Beyond the Curtain. So appreciate you guys tuning in today, tonight, this morning, this afternoon, whatever you guys are doing, wherever you guys are at. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's me rant and ramble for incoherently for some seemingly no reason. But, uh, Guys, we are just past the holiday season, and I want to wish all of you guys a Merry Christmas. Hope you guys all had a Merry Christmas, Merry Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, all that stuff. And I hope you guys are having a great holiday season, regardless of your religion or whatever you practice, whatever you believe. I hope you guys have a happy, healthy, safe New Year. Get started off on the right foot. hope you guys have a great New Year and have a great 2019 in general. Let all your bygones be bygones. Forgive and forgive. You don't have to forget, but forgive, and move on. Better yourselves, guys. Less stress, less worry, less problems, the better. Myself had a great holiday season. Spent time with a lot of family. Had a lot of people over for Christmas Day, which was pretty cool. And uh, I spent a lot of quality time with family. Girlfriend came over with the daughter, and we had a great, wonderful Christmas. Um, spent some time with her family this past weekend as I'm recording this on Saturday, December the 29th. Spent some time with her side of the family. So all in all, a really wonderful, great, and safe holiday season. First of many with the, with the girlfriend and, um, her daughter and her family. So very excited to see what the future has in store for us. And I hope you guys are also, once again, having a great holiday season and you guys got everything you wanted and you guys are ready to tackle any challenges may prevent you from going up in this world get better yourselves and get better into 2019 and as i'm doing this podcast i'm watching the alabama oklahoma orange bowl game uh, for the college football playoff semifinal. my boys my clemson tigers they took chaos on business today and whooped up on that fighting Irish. They didn't have much fight after the second quarter. The boy Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, doing some good stuff on offense. Missed out on Dexter Lawrence, had his little suspension, but you know what? He's been still shut the fighting Irish down. So great to see my boys doing good, getting ready to head to Cali next week for the national championship. Not me personally, but Clemson, um, the, the football team. Just, uh, Anxious to see who we will be facing, whether it's going to be Bama Clemson Part 4, or as I like to call it, the real Part 3, three times in a national championship game. Um, or can Oklahoma make a miraculous comeback and beat Cla- uh, Alabama? I doubt it. <clears throat> so far at halftime, it's 31-10 in favor of Alabama, so don't think we'll see <clears throat> Oklahoma... Um, come back 105 and one. Nick Saban is 105 and one with Alabama as a head coach when leading by 21 post points. It's pretty crazy. 
Anyways, guys, so tonight, we're going to be talking about something that's coming right around the corner, something I'm excited about, and you guys should be too, Wrestle Kingdom. That's right. New Year means four days into the new year, we get our first big extravagant pay-per-view of the year, and it starts out with New Japan Pro Wrestling's biggest pay-per-view of the year, Wrestle Kingdom, and this edition will be the 13th under the Wrestle Kingdom banner, so Wrestle Kingdom 13 emulating from the Tokyo Dome in beautiful Tokyo, Japan on January the 4th. Here on the East Coast in the States, that means I'll be up at 3 a.m. to watch this. Yeah, I know I could sleep in and watch it later, but I have a very horrible tendency to go on Facebook and social media and Twitter and forget the fact that a big pay-per-view just happened and spoilers are all over the place. So, instead of that happening, I like to you know, be the diehard and some people call it the stupid hard and uh, watch this live. So I'll be taking my nice little power nap at like 9.30 so I wake and be somewhat up and ready to go to watch the five-hour show that is Wrestle Kingdom. Did it for the first time last year, watched it live, and I fell asleep right before the IC title match. And um, uh, Thank God I did, so that way I didn't miss the IC title match, didn't miss Jericho and Omega, didn't miss Naito and Okada. So... This year's card features some really cool and intriguing matchups. We're going to be previewing that. We're going to be predicting these uh, uh, these matches here and give my thoughts on it. As um, this is an exciting time to be a wrestling fan, you got Wrestle Kingdom coming up, you got the Royal Rumble coming up at the end of January, NXT Takeover Blackpool's coming up in January, NXT UK's first ever pay per view. Um, and the WrestleMania season, um, TNA has got their homecoming pay-per-view, I think, in January as well. So just all in all, it's a really exciting time to be a fan. And oh, by the way, there is that oh big rumor of AEW All Elite Wrestling possibly making an appearance in 2019, making a, making a debut. So <clears throat> guys, as I'm also doing this, the... Uh, like I said, the, I'm watching the Orange Bowl, but uh, they got the commercial going on. It's the Google in-year review of 2018. And there's my boys, the Washington Capitals, hoisting that Stanley Cup for the first time. It's been a great weekend. With the Capitals winning tonight. They beat the Senators. Clemson dominating Notre Dame. Hung out with the girlfriend, her family. It's a good day. Good weekend. Very good weekend. Hung out there all weekend long, so it was awesome. So your New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, so that's going to be great too. Um, but yeah, guys, so let's get into this. Hopefully it won't take up too much of your time and and uh, bore you to death, but in my Wrestle Kingdom 13 prediction, oh, that's another big thing. So it was announced like on December the 10th that New Japan is going to be doing a two-tour stop minus, okay, so I guess three-tour stop with uh, Madison Square Garden. Collaborating with ROH, the night before WrestleMania, that's going to be awesome. Um, but New Japan is doing their New Beginning USA tour, um, which only constitutes in two cities, LA and Charlotte, North Carolina. Tickets went on sale December the 21st for the Charlotte show. And it's supposed to go on sale at 1 p.m. So, and I was hanging out with my girlfriend that day, and I said, All right, I'm going to get to your house about 12 45. 
I have no signal in her house whatsoever. Um, and she doesn't have Wi-Fi. No, she doesn't live in the Stone Age. No, she's not a cave woman. Just in different circumstances. Y'all don't need to know all about it. But anyways. So, she has signal over at her house. So I was going to use her phone to buy the tickets. 1 p.m. comes around. I refresh. I refresh. I started refreshing the screen at 12.55 just to check things. And I saw that there was a um, link for the tickets. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. It's five minutes before they go on sale. This is interesting. And I see that the ringside seats are sold out. And part of the floor seats were sold out. I'm like, well, what the hell is going on here? These tickets aren't even on sale yet. How are these already sold out? There was no pre-order. And... One o'clock comes around, and I'm trying to buy tickets, and I can't. I can't. There's only one ticket I can buy for, like, the bleachers, and this is being held at the Grady Cole Center, so it's not an overly big arena. And I'm like, what in the hell is going on here? So I didn't buy tickets today, and I'm just like, why was I not even able? I get that if it's a very, you know, highly requested show, it's going to sell out. I'm not worried about the fact that if it was 1 o'clock and they sold out in 10 minutes, 20 minutes, I can understand that. But how come at 101, they were already gone? So kind of pondered it, hindered it, whatever. So a couple days later, New Japan posted a thing on their website saying that the tickets for the Charlotte show accidentally went on sale earlier than what they should have so they all the tickets for that the initial uh, order or initial release of the tickets sold out in 20 minutes so they said you know what we're going to release some more seats get some more seat openings so that way people can buy tickets so December 26th the day after Christmas they went on sale at 10 a.m. Eastern time and I refreshed that screen starting at 9.30 to make sure I was not going to miss out on these tickets and so I finally I bought a couple of tickets, taking the girlfriend to see her very first ever wrestling show live in person or on TV. The New Japan show in Charlotte. And I don't even know what the card is, but I just want to go for the experience of it because that's going to be really cool. So just want to share that little story with you guys. Um, I'm thinking about having her as a, as a guest on this podcast. Um, definitely wanted to see what her, what she thought of the show and how she thought it went. How did she take in the experience of it? If she liked it, didn't like it, what she did or didn't like, stuff like that. Just to get an outsider's perspective on what they thought going to a live professional wrestling show. I was thinking about maybe doing a before and after show. So like the before show would be what she expects, what her expectations are, how she thinks it's going to go. Um, I was thinking about maybe showing her a couple of New Japan wrestling matches, maybe of some of the guys that's going to be on the card, so that way she can kind of get a feel of what these guys are like or anything like that, or, um, or just not doing it, just wait until she actually goes to the show to get that live experience and see what she says, I don't know, I'll give that, um, up to you guys to see what you guys think about that, let me know, um, either by commenting this on Facebook, commenting it on Twitter, um, you guys you know add me on facebook definitely do so um like the page on facebook at beyond the curtain without the o and on twitter at beyond the curtain without the o in beyond <clears throat> let me know about that anyways guys let's get into this episode and uh see what you guys um uh, think of my predictions my preview for Russell kingdom and see how that's gonna go but first i do have a special word from our sponsor 
All right, guys, so this is the Beyond the Curtain hot topic of the night, Wrestle Kingdom 13. Like we said, emulating from the Tokyo Dome, January 4th, 3 a.m. East Coast time. It'll be a very good show. Very stat card again. Definitely um, some interesting matchups for sure. Uh, one of the biggest storylines going into it, you know, New Japan runs contracts on a year-to-year basis. We already know that Hiroshi Tanahashi, he's already re-signed with New Japan. He'll be back next year. Will Kenny Omega be back? Will the Young Bucks be back? Will Cody wrestle in New Japan? Is this new promotion, all elite wrestling, going to take place? What's going to happen beyond January and in the year 2019? Well, it all begins January 4 in the Tokyo Dome for Wrestle Kingdom 13. Excuse me. <clears throat> Definitely got some big storylines here for the first time since Russell Kingdom 6. That's right, Russell Kingdom 6. Seven years ago, Kazuchika Okada will not be in the IWGP Heavyweight Championship match. In general, whether he's a challenger or defending his title, Okada will not be fighting for the IWGP World Title. That is insane. That's incredible. Um, Jericho walks in as IC champion, IWGP IC champion. He'll face off against Naito from a rematch in June. Just a, overall, just a stat card, stat card. So let's get into this. Let's go on down here <clears throat> to see what my previews, what my predictions are for these matchups at Wrestle Kingdom 13. Let's start with the never open weight. Six-man tag team championship, number one contender, tag team gauntlet match. You've got the tag team of Minoru Suzuki and the Killer Elite Squad versus Hiroki Goto and Best Friends. <clears throat> Hangman Page, Marty Skrull, and Yujiro and Takahashi versus Yuji Nagata, Jeff Cobb, and David Finley versus Togi Makabe, Toru Yano, and Ryusuke Taguchi. Uh... You know, it, it's it's interesting because um, with the Chaos team, it looks set to implode because of Chucky e. T. Um, in, in the last stretches, I can see the Elite. I can see the Team Elite coming through with uh, Squirrel, Hangman, Page, and Takahashi. Um, this team winning also makes sense. Uh, Boa Club OGs still hold the six-man belt, so it's a way to kind of keep the... Uh, Stoking the fires of this faction warfare, so to speak. Um, yeah, sure, it won't be the most compelling win for sure. Uh, this will be on the pre-show, but um, you know, uh, these these titles, the never overweight uh, six-man tag team championship, it's yeah, it's yeah, it is what it is. It's not the greatest titles in the world, but I'm gonna go with my prediction for Team Elite to. Uh, Come through with this win, Hangman Page, Martyr Skrull, and Yujiro Takahashi. I think they will uh, come away with this win and uh, move on to the main card and and uh, fight for the titles. So then we get to big, big, big time show, main show, Wrestle Kingdom 13. Opening match will be the never open weights championship 
Kota Ibushi, the current openweight champion versus Will Ospreay. Ladies and gentlemen, if there was a match to kick off one of the biggest shows of the year, not just the biggest show for New Japan Pro Wrestling, but the big one of the biggest pay-per-views in professional wrestling in any, any calendar year, my goodness, this would be the match to do it with. This is the first match on the card, by the way, and this has the potential to be the best match on the card. It has to be one of the potential to be one of the best matches in the year 2019, and we're only four days into the new year. Osprey has just uh, made the jump to the heavyweight division, so he will no doubt be looking to prove something. Um, I could definitely see this, of course, being a very highly competitive match. Um, Osprey has a whole lot of new options since he's made the weight jump and starting with the Bushi and entering the never uh, open weight scene is is a, is a great start. Um, you know, it, uh, it it's been a while between these two. Um, Osprey and Ibushi stepped in the ring together on April 2nd, 2016, and it wasn't until April 6th of, of this past year, 2018, that it happened again. Since then, it's happened 11 more times, seven of them making, t- um, making tape, but this will be their first ever singles match. First ever singles match. Um, and the bad fact that this is going to be the opener is just uh, it's, it's insane, for sure. Um, Osprey was originally scheduled to face Taichi, at the time was the never open weight champion uh, but an injury to osprey forced uh, a little work around the schedule there where hiroki goto beat taichi and soon after ibushi won the title from goto uh, the never title open never open weight championship has changed hands at wrestle kingdom four years in a row um so uh how they got here from injuries or worst rounds whatever it doesn't matter What's important that it is happening. <laughs> this is a legitimate dream match for sure. It's guaranteed to open a show with a bang. And this is going to be an amazing, amazing match. Um, and I think that uh, this is going to be one of the best matches of the year for sure. And I do think that Kota Ibushi will keep his never openweight championship by defeating Will Ospreay. And one of the best matches in um, the year 2019. And a streak stops. This will not be the fifth year in a row. The Never Avoid Championship has changed hands. Let's move on now to the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Match is scheduled between uh, Yoshinobu Kenamura and El Desperado. Uh, those are the champions versus Rapongi 3K versus Shingo Takaji and Bushi. Uh, Los Inconobles de Japón, uh, it could be a big night for them at this year's Wrestle Kingdom. Um, since this match is basically the rematch of the Junior Tag League Finals, um, and probably everybody's expecting Yo and Sho to take this one again. Um, a dark horse, uh, Shingo and Bushi could steal the win from uh, the Chaos team and the current champions. Um, but Rapongi 3K, man, they've been on their quest to regain these titles ever since losing them to Kenmaru and Desperado back in March of uh, 2018. Uh, they failed in a variety of ways, but managed to get a win over the champions in the Super Junior Tag League and won the league for a second straight year. So they've got some momentum going their way um, going into this match. Um, along the way, they lost to Takaji and Bushi. So in the interest of fairness, 3K allowed them into the match. Uh, Bushi has also been going after the championship all year, twice in title matches alongside Hiromo Takahashi and another two times in tournament fashion form with Takaji. 
3K, Rapunga 3K lost last year's Wrestle Kingdom, so they have plenty of motivation to correct several wrongs they stumbled upon in 2018. Um, the champions, they're on their way to the second longest title reign in titles history, so uh, we'll see what happens here. I am going with R3K, Show and Yo. I'm expecting them to keep um, to keep the momentum going, and they will win this and become the new IWGP Junior Weight Tag Team Champions. Let's move on now to the RPW British Heavyweight Championship between Tomohiro Ishii and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Ishii has had some absolute classics defending the REV uh, Pro Heavyweight Belt, but it's time to crown a new champion. I think this year, um, simply put, Zack Sabre Jr. and Ishii have had a lot of counters in recent months, including their meeting in the G1 where Ishii tapped out to Jack Sabre Jr. This will be another classic between the two, um, for sure. Um, and this has been one of the balanced feuds over the last two years, and it's been one between um, these two. There have been four singles classes, clashes, each of them having two wins over the other, so this is basically the best of five. You know, three out of five, we'll see what happens here. Uh, Ishii is the one who put an end to Sabre's 396-day reign as champion, and since then, Ishii and Minoru Suzuki have traded the title back and forth. Uh, now Sabre will have his rematch, and what will be the title's biggest profile match to date, which is awesome to see that it's been on the biggest stage of the year at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, since Shibati won the RPW British Heavyweight Championship in 2016, it's become what the Never Openweight Championship was known to represent. Gritty battles between hard-nosed wrestlers. Um, so this is expected to be one of those, of course, one of these gritty, awesome, match-style, just nasty, dirty, brawly type of match. Um, Sabre Jr. had a great 2018, so I see him getting a high-profile win over New Japan Stable and his, his reward. So I do think Zack Sabre Jr. does beat Tomohiro Ishii and become the new RPW British Heavyweight Champion at Wrestle Kingdom 13. Let's move on now to the IWGP Tag Team Championship Triple Threat Match between the Gorillas of Destiny, who are the current IWGP Tag Team Champs, versus Evil and Sonata, versus the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. Um, uh, you would think here, the logic is simple. Evil and Sonata won the World Tag League, which uh, awarded them an opportunity to fight for the championships, held by the Gorillas of Destiny. Young Bucks lost the titles to Gorillas of Destiny, and they were never given a rematch. <laughs> so there's history between all three of these teams. Um, Evil and Sonata beat Gorillas of Destiny in the World Tag League Finals two years in a row. Uh, their win over G.O.D. earned them a title shot at Wrestle Kingdom 12 last year where they defeated the champions, um, the Killer Elite Squad. Young Bucks were the team to win the titles off of Evil and Sonata before they were beaten by the Gorillas of Destiny. Um, and of course, there's also some severe tension between the Gorillas of Destiny and the Young Bucks as they are both former Gorilla Club allies, so definitely some bad blood viewer between these two teams as well. Um, uh, watch out for Gorillas of Destiny and Evil Sonata. 2019 could be a very big year for both of them. Um, big things could be on their way for sure. Um, of course, like we said, Young Buck status, it's unknown. Don't know if they're going to be going to and creating all elite wrestling, if they're going to sign with NXT or WWE, if they were signed with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, we don't know. We have no idea. Um, but I do think that the Young Bucks will not come out of this as tag team champions. Um, now, I also have to remember, guys, that uh, with it being a triple threat match, the champions don't have to be pinned. 
meaning that uh, anybody can beat anybody. Even Sonata can beat um, Young Bucks, or the Young Bucks can beat Sonata and Evil and come away with that team belt. However, I do see that the Grills of Destiny will keep their titles here at Wrestle Kingdom 13, continuing their title reign. Moving on now to a highly anticipated matchup for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship between Cody, who is the current IWGP United States Champion, and Juice Robinson, the Juice. Will the Juice be loose at Wrestle Kingdom 13? Um, judging where the Juice has started in 2018 to where he finished, definitely a meteor, meteoric rise for sure. Definitely much more popularity. More fluid in the ring, more over, just an overall great year for him. Um, and he didn't have a great title reign. Um, it's originally taken a belt from Jay White last year, and well, this year in 2018. He lost most of his G1 matches, and then he lost the belt to Cody, so he had a downward spiral ever since he won that U.S. title belt. But now it's a chance at, at, at redemption. Cody made his debut in New Japan Pro Wrestling by beating Juice Robinson at Wrestle Kingdom. And then two years later, we have another match between the two with this title on the line. Um, so definitely a nice revolve of how, you know, this, this basically came about. So, um, all wrestling fans have different opinions when it comes to U.S. title. Some agree that Juice was screwed. Many do, probably. Um, Juice was coming off of a career win by defeating Jay White for the title, like we said, in the G1 in San Francisco. Um, and the G1 Climax. And the G1 run following month was just horrible when he came out with a record of 3-6, and six, so... Um, however, 2019 is going to start off great for the Juice. The Juice will be loose at Wrestle Kingdom 13, and he will become the next and new IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion. Next, we move on to the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, where we see Kushida, the current champion, versus tai- Taiji Ishimori. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, both men would be incredible champions. Um, Kinshida seems incapable of putting on a bad match, it seems like, for sure. Um, but he's not just been a very compelling champion, in my opinion. He is better as a challenger or a gatekeeper for the division. Um, and Ishimori has had a lot of momentum behind him. Uh, but let's not forget, he can always throw in shenanigans if they don't want Kushida to look too weak. You know how writers can be, we know how wrestling companies can be. Um, with all the stuff or anything like that. Um, this, this can be a show stealer. This can be something that happens here for sure. Um, this is arguably one of the most anticipated matches of the night for sure. Um, both the eyes are super fluid. Uh, they use the league to work through some spots for their big match here at Russell Kingdom. Uh, the only time these two had singles matches was in the first round of the 2016 Super J Cup. Uh, so this is about as fresh as possible. It hasn't happened in, in two years. A little over two years. The title's changed hands in the last five years um, at Wrestle Kingdom. But whatever the plan was this year, it changed with Hiromu's injury. Kushida is champion. Once again, coming to Wrestle Kingdom as a way to stabilize the division. Uh, which also ties him for second all-time in title range alongside Tiger Mask. He had six range, which is pretty cool to see. The only person who stood in Ishimori's way of winning the title over the summer was Hiromu, and now with him out due to injury, added to the fact that the title's changed hands every year for the half a decade, 
this seems like the perfect opportunity for him to strike. And I do believe that we will have a brand new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion in Taiji Ishimori um, at Wrestle Kingdom 13. As much as these are anticipated matches and great matches upcoming, we get to the kind of the meat of the bone here where the superstars really come up to shine. We have a special singles match. Kazuchika Okada versus the new leader of the Bullet Club, Jay White. So, like we said before, for the first time since 2012, Okada will not be coming into Wrestle Kingdom either as IWGP champion, heavyweight champion, or challenging for the title. It's insane, guys. Instead, he'll be wrestling the man who helped send shockwaves through multiple factions this year, Jay White. Throughout 2018, Jay White improved and started ta- uh, taking the scalps of the biggest names in, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's beaten Omega, which won him the U.S. title uh, in 2018. He beat Okada on the first night of the G1, and then he beat Tanahashi the next night. They've been building Jay White as a threat and a ringleader in this guy's shows. He has actually been a force to be working with in 2018. He's already taken a sledgehammer to chaos. Now he'll be with the killing blow. He has the Bullet Club OGs in his corner, and he has a supposed mole in Chaos, who may end up being the deciding factor in this match. Um, you know, while shenanigans are never appreciated in big matches, it could be the way of having Okada lose to the odds rather than being flat out beaten. Gotta make your big guys look strong, you know? Um, Okada's been on a tailspin since he lost the IWGP Heavyweight Championship in June. He's filled with self-doubt, couldn't get over hurdles he'd been able to manage for years, and as such, its manager, Gato, it turned on him. Gato turned on him this past year, and Gato aligned himself with White, and now, thanks to the betrayal, the two have become the most hatred men in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, so, up until now, Okada's career has been all about the gold, but this year, there's no gold to be found. And Gato turned his back on Okada when things got tough. So this is personal. This looks to be a story that's set to last for a little while here, Maybe through the end of March, April-ish. I don't think this will go all the way to Dominion. We'll see. However, I think Jay White rolled into 2019 with one of the biggest wins, of course, with his career. Beating Omega last year, beating Tanahashi. He's going to add another staple to that mix by beating Kazuchika Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 13. in a great one-on-one bout that should further prove and enhance Jay White's career. Last two matches on the card, ladies and gentlemen. First one, the IEWGP Intercontinental Championship. Chris Jericho, the Alpha. Chris Jericho, the current reigning defending IEWGP Intercontinental Champion. Versus the challenger, Tetsuya Naito. Grand finale of the Los Angonobles de Japan winning streak. Sees one of New Japan Pro Wrestling's finest takeout. The boogeyman that has terrorized both the company and the stable over 2018. Jericho has been an interesting character in New Japan for wrestling. A more demonic, more vicious, more sadistic, fantastic character. And the fact he was one to make the leap to the company speaks of its potential in the wrestling landscape. And this landscape has changed dramatically since Jericho debuted or came back to New Japan at the end of 2017 and into 2018. Uh, the feud between Jericho and Naito started before Wrestle Kingdom 12. Although he was in the semi-main event, uh, Jericho called his match a part of a double main event. Naito's dream had been to be in the to- Tokyo Dome main event, 
And so this was declaration upset to him, for sure. And Naito took exception to this. They indirectly went back and forth in various interviews until New Year Dash when Jericho attacked Naito the night after Wrestle Kingdom 12 last year. Months would pass before Jericho would pop up again, but damn it, when he did, he stayed focused on Naito. And the two finally clashed at Dominion in June of last year for the IC title, a match that Jericho did, of course, win and carries in a nice lengthy title run here um, for the uh, with the IC Championship belt. Uh, Naito has never shown any interest in the title. The matches aren't about that for him. Uh, but these two are the strangest wrestlers in New Japan. Uh, are driven solely by ego, one being ultra-aggressive while the other is tranquil. And this will be an interesting clash for sure. Uh, the last match was a chaotic brawl in favor of Jericho. Now we'll have to see how Naito adjusts to the madness. Does he get his crazy Jericho? Does he get his just sadistic and crazy, manipulative? Um, you know, we'll see. Um, there have been rumors floating around this could be Jericho's last appearance with the company forever or for a long time. Um, either way, it's time for Naito to get his revenge on the mugging he took at Dominion when Jericho took the belt from him. So this... Maybe sweet, sweet revenge. I could definitely see Tetsuya Naito walking out of Wrestle Kingdom 13 as the brand new IWGP Intercontinental Champion, and that's who I'm taking. I do believe Tetsuya Naito will, in fact, walk out of the Tokyo Dome June, uh, January 4th, excuse me, I almost said July, January 4th as IWGP IC Champion. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we get to the main event of the evening for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, the champion Kenny Omega versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. And this is definitely the hardest match to decide on. <laughs> of course, it's a grand finale of the show and sees the current champ take on the ace, the ace of spades, the ace of New Japan, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, Kenny Omega, he's one of my favorite wrestlers on the planet, probably the second favorite. Behind the phenomenal AJ Styles. Um, this should definitely be his best title defense since he won the title. Um, Tanahashi is probably one of the most beloved current figures in New Japan Pro Wrestling, so it makes him beating Omega seem pretty believable. Um, a rematch nearly three years in the making. There are a lot of moving pieces to keep track of here, so since winning the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, uh, Omega has demanded the title in both a ladder match and a three way match. Purists like Tanahashi believe that's not how titles should be treated. Um, Tanahashi participated in a three-way match during Global Wars, but has since stated that it was his way of trying to appeal to the Western fan base. Um, we're losing to the Intercontinental Championship to Omega in 2016. Uh, the two were scheduled for a ladder match, and but Tanahashi was injured. Something that Omega feels was suspect, suspenseful, suspenseful didn't match up right. All of this is to say that there is a battle of ideologies here at work here. Omega comes from a world where there are no limits, and Tanahashi believes there is a standard way to go about wrestling. Uh, this is truly one of the most interesting matches this new trend could have put together, and has put together, and they kept it fresh for their biggest stage, which is what you want to do on your biggest stage of the year. Just like with the Young Bucks, Jericho, Nobody knows what the future has for Kenny Omega, whether he stays in New Japan Pro Wrestling, whether he moves on, goes to WWE, surprises us all, whether he starts up the company with his buddies Young Bucks and Jericho with All Elite Wrestling, no one knows. <laughs> we really don't know, even if 
um, Omega loses the title here, you know, we still won't know until possibly the World Rumble or afterwards. Um, no, there's no answers. There's no right or wrong answers here. What what could happen? Um, there's a rich history between Tanahashi and Wrestle Kingdom, though. Um, though there hasn't been an IWGP Heavyweight t- Championship title change since Wrestle Kingdom Five. Think about that. Since Wrestle Kingdom Five, so almost ten Wrestle Kingdoms ago, there has not been an IWGP Heavyweight Championship title reign. You know who the last man to do it was, though. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Wrestle Kingdom is Tanahashi's domain, and he's made a career out of defying the odds. It's almost like Taker at WrestleMania. You don't pick against Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom. So, let's see what happens. I do think that this is going to be one of the best matches in the world. I think it's going to be one of the best matches of the night for sure. The purist, the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Versus the man, the myth, the legend, Kenny Omega, for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship of Wrestle Kingdom 13. And I'm going with Hiroshi Tanahashi. His track record at Wrestle Kingdom, the uncertainty of Kenny Omega's future at New Japan. Um, the purists, I just think that uh, the ace is just going to have an ace up his sleeve and will defeat Kenny Omega and become the new IWGP Heavyweight Champion at Wrestle Kingdom 13. So there, guys, is my Wrestle Kingdom 13 preview and prediction. Let me know what you guys think about any one of these matches. What match are you most looking forward to? Um, do you guys have any idea of what you think about Omega, Jericho, and Young Bucks' future in New Japan? Do you think they come to WWE? Do you think they sign a contract with New Japan? Do you think that all elite wrestling is a thing that's going to happen? Let me know in the comment section. You guys tell me. I want you guys to follow this page at Beyond the Curtain without the O and Beyond on Twitter. At Beyond the Curtain Podcast on Facebook. You can also listen to us here on Spotify at Beyond the Curtain Wrestling Podcast. You can listen to us on the Anchor app, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all of the above. Guys, I want to appreciate you guys for taking the time out for sure. Like, share on all of our social media platforms. Subscribe to us on the podcast websites, on YouTube as well. And uh, just let me know what you guys think about this. Uh, definitely going to be an interesting, interesting time this upcoming Friday, January the 4th at Wrestle Kingdom 13, which you can listen to and watch on New Japan Pro World um, at japwworld.com. You can download the app, watch it that way. I do believe it's like $8.99 for every month. You can watch it um, on Access TV. They're going to be doing a two-hour special the same night that it's on. So 8 p.m. Eastern time is when that will start for Wrestle Kingdom 13. So that's going to be pretty cool to see the first two hours of Wrestle Kingdom literally the same day, just uh, on tape delay on Access TV. So that'll be pretty cool to see. Um, guys, hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day, night, evening. I hope you guys have a safe, happy, healthy, wonderful New Year. And you guys watch Russell Kingdom and have a great, wonderful time doing so. And we will see you guys next time on Beyond the Curtain.